Welcome back everyone to another late night episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I don't have an internal clock, I don't think. Anyway, why I'm up here so late is because early today I went to top off my internet. And I don't want to get into much of a detailed thing, but the internet out here in Accra, Ghana, you have different companies, right? And it's not like you pay one price and you can go unlimited for the whole month. It's like filling up a gas tank and the more you use and it goes down, you better fill it back up with gigabytes. So that's what I went and did. And the young lady, I think she made a mistake um, and did something wrong where it wasn't working. But I figured it out because, you know, I'm desperate to get on the Internet. Not that I'm going to die if I don't use it, but I had things to do. So I didn't do as much today because of that. Well, now I'm up here. I'm going to work a little bit into the night just to make up. I'm just a stickler for that. And I guess I'm a workaholic, right? But I enjoy doing what I do. And I'm going to just uh, something that a dear friend sent to me. And it's very simple in the statement. I did not make this up. We were talking back and forth. And I have to give you your props. She has been a friend of mine for many, many decades. Always been there for me. Always been there to encourage me. Knows everything about me. But she's one of the people, as well as some male friends and other female friends, that undergird me and support me and love me and cheer me on and know my trials and tribulations as I go through them. I'm not going to say any names. Because on the internet we have people who watch me so hard they're going to go run over and start Googling names. And it, it's, it's, there's some nutcases out here. But I just want to say thank you so much for your support and your love and your guidance. And all the fun times that we had and will have in the future. Um, I'm blessed. I'm truly blessed. And there are other names I could mention but this one here. This is what she said. Um, I mentioned something and she took it and worded it a certain way and I said you know what that's the title of my next rooftop what I do today stands with me tomorrow I didn't want to get one word messed up on that title what I do today stands with me tomorrow now I said it in so many words but she's like that she said it and the way she said it was better the way I said it right kicking my, my tripod here just want to also say I hate this shirt. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just too lazy to change it. This is one of my work at home shirts. It's very light cotton. It breathes and whatnot, but it's not something stylish. I just don't like it. I love to wear it. It's comfortable, but coming outside, I don't like it. I don't know why. I'm weird. But anyway, what I do today stands with me tomorrow. And I want all of you who have gone through trials and tribulations to say that to yourself even if you don't fully understand the way I mean it what I do today stands with me tomorrow I've always been a creative person I've always been one who never followed the crowd I can get along in the crowd and I can move along with the crowd which makes me seem or appear that I'm in the crowd and with them but it's like a bus that leaves a downtown area. Several buses always have overlapping bus routes until it begins to part off and go to each subsequent part of the city that they service. It's just like children. You have a bunch of children in the house and they all resemble each other. They all act the same to a point until their personalities develop and they get more into who they are as an individual and they get older, go to school, they go out into the world, they take up their professions. And sometimes their lives can be so different from each other, although they came from the same humble beginnings, right? So with me, I've always been that person. And it's brought me a lot of flack. It's brought me a lot of favor. It's given me a lot of confidence. But it's also brought me a lot of flack, a lot of trouble. Mainly from those who didn't understand me, and in not understanding you, they fear you, or if they see what you're all about and understand you, they look within their pockets of inspiration or motivation and realize there's not much there. Sometimes it's a whole lot more than I have. But me, the way I take it is that when someone has more than me, I admire them 
I congratulate them and I learn from them. But many people who may not have the same beginnings that you have, there's a resentment that can happen. And I do understand that. And you have many who have that same resentment of you who will join together and in a sick, dysfunctional way that they'll never admit to, to make you the common enemy, to give you or give them a purpose in this life. Okay? So now we have several dysfunctional people who are joined together and their day consists of what you're doing or what you said or that's a bonding factor. But if you were to remove yourself from their proximity, their bond may not be as strong because you're not there to be the common purpose to go after, even if it's just to talk about. And so why I love that saying, what I do today will stand with me tomorrow, is that I have been through many levels of chastisement from people down through the decades. So it's almost like, let's make comparisons here. These people feel as though they have an effect to hinder you, but in actuality, they're driving you on to a higher greatness. It could be somebody as far away, it's miles and miles away in a different country, in the same city, a great good distance, right next to you, and sometimes in life you'll find that you're sleeping with the enemy, that they will do just enough to say, hey, I did this for you. But because their mind is taken over by those who want to chastise you, they look at you who lay in the bed with them as the enemy. But see, when you have a background from birth of wonderful parents who have empowered you. And I'm speaking in generalities now. It's not even just me, but I'm using me as an example for those who may be in situations. Because I can take different pieces of my life from different times and blend them together to come up with a message for someone who may have called me and said, Lance, speak on this. What do you think about that? So when I do give an opinion or my perspective, because really our personal opinions are our personal facts. We can't insult the world and say they're facts, but they're facts until proven different. So when I give one of these assessments, I also look within myself to see what I've been through. So I'm like an old cagey fighter. I'm not in my prime anymore. But I'm just past my prime, just past. I'm not washed up yet. I still have the juices of youth flowing through me, but in my career there's more behind me than in front of me. But I'm still a dangerous opponent for anybody. That being said, it's amazing to me when I see those who are not spiritually equipped which this is not a rank and file thing, but you must assess how much gas you have in your spiritual tank to know the battles that you're going to face and if you're ready for those battles. So the battles that I go through in the present day in my life, because we all go through battles every day whether we know it or not, is child's play. Because those who choose to battle me don't have the spiritual propensity and background and they damn sure weren't trained by somebody as excellent as my mother and my father. And the analogy that I was going to use that I kind of slipped off of was an opponent in a boxing match because I love to use boxing because there's so much in boxing that is just so comparable to real life with our struggles and our personal struggles. But it's like the camp, the trainer, and the promoter, and the manager of the opponent, of the fighter that you're going to fight. The opponent. Trying to do things to psych you out as you walk down to the ring. 
or before the fight starts and you're in the dressing room, whatever it may be, even a day or so before the fight by what they say. And this cagey old veteran has been through so much, knows the ropes, knows the tricks. There isn't anything that that cagey old veteran of a boxer hasn't seen. He may not say it. He may not show it. But he's been there, done that. So here you have these people, for example, trying to put fear into the head of Mike Tyson in his prime before he comes out into the ring. Are you kidding me? Like he said after one of his fights, how dare they challenge me with their primitive skills. And so when you have meditated enough and you have sharpened your spiritual swords enough in this life long before these people have come into an inkling of what you know, how dare they challenge me with their primitive spiritual skills. Now that's not to be arrogant, but you have to say to yourself, once you've been battle tested for so long, this is an easy fight. Although I don't underestimate any opponent, when you know you're defending yourself and you know you're righteous in your journey, that makes it even worse for the opponent because you fight strong. When a mother is at the automobile spot where they change oil and that car drops down on the leg of the child, that mother who might only be 105 pounds at five foot four, somebody you think you can just blow away and she'll fall down. She sees the pain on that child's face and she runs over to that car like it's nothing because your love for your child is greater than the weight of that vehicle on that child's leg. And guess what? She lifts it like it's nothing. So me now, who have been trained physically in all my years of dealing with bodybuilding and mind over matter and changing the size and shape of your limbs, even though my limbs and my body do not look the way I did when I was competing as a bodybuilder, the mind is there. Most these people who come and try to throw things in my way were hungry little dirty kids walking up and down the street somewhere. Not to put anybody down, but let's put it where it is. You see, when you're out in this world and you carry a certain light with you, you have to defend that light. This is something I've been nice about for so long and let people walk all over me. But now, I'm predatory in my nature. As soon as I see something over the horizon that's going to be a problem or has been an unaddressed problem, I'm running after it now. I'm chasing it now because that's going to save me problems and challenges tomorrow. What I do today will stand with me tomorrow. Beautiful thing. Be proactive in protecting your life. Be proactive and don't apologize for the strength that you have, for the upbringing you have. Because many will wish that they had your background, your training, your experience. Mike Tyson was so thankful to train a Customato because Customato literally brainwashed him into greatness. My mother and my father brainwashed me into greatness. But me being a nice guy, I never wanted to be aggressive with it. But people will attack you because of what they see inside of you. Even if they see only 10% of the talents and abilities that you have. They'll really get upset and bent out of shape if they see the 90% and the other parts that are growing. If you were made by the biggest, baddest creator who made this universe, why are you walking and letting people walk all over you and trying to discourage you and wear you down? I welcome that. Because with me, you're going to wear yourself down. You don't have enough to wear me down. I will take you deep into this fight, into the later rounds, into the deep waters and crush you in front of all your minions. 
It's not cockiness. It's confidence. And confidence today in this world is a very rare trait. We have much feigned confidence. We act confident. But we have insecurities inside of us that we sweep to the side and never deal with. But when you see one who's truly confident, who will tell you what they're going to do tomorrow. Who will show and prove by the work they do over the years. That can be a very intimidating thing when you look over your life and you have no damn thing to prove that you live life. Except that you may have a few kids out of sexual intercourse and you weren't even thinking about the children when you did it. You ate some good food. You digested it. You feceded it out. A much accomplishment. You're really leaving a mark on the world. We're here to gather up as much wisdom that we possibly can on a spiritual level that we can take with us to be in that place to be aware when we're on the next level, on that quantum level. That we can navigate easier, earlier, just like the children who are born into this world and they seemingly have the ability to take on things that it took us years to take on. Children that come into the world and after a few years on this earth you're sitting here with a cell phone or a smartphone and you have the instructions in your hand and you still can't figure it out and you just hand it over to your child your child says give it to me mommy give it to me daddy and they look at it a little bit put their hands on it and they're programming it for you figured it out advanced so many of us are born that way. But going through this earth and this earthly journey of all the things that are designed to be speed bumps to stop us from our development. It takes us back and we regress. We get caught up in the ego. We get caught up in the one man or one woman upmanship. We get caught up in the fact that we have to work hard to hide the in insecurities and, and use the makeup to cover over the pimple of discoloration. We do more of that than stripping the skin of all things to let it breathe and drink good water. And so what if I have a pimple now or discoloration? I'm going to live so healthy that I'll make it disappear. But in order to do that, you have to always know you're already beautiful and you have what it takes to face these things because what you do today will show out tomorrow. I love my website. I work on it every day. But guess what? What I did yesterday stands with me today. And what I do today stands with me tomorrow. So next month is 22 years that I've been online every single day. Go to landscurve.com and hit those little areas that say archive post. And you tell me if you can breeze through my website every day for the next four or five years, all day, every day without sleeping. What I did yesterday stands for me today and what I do today stands for me tomorrow. So how are you going to come upset this cycle that's been going on long before? You can't do it. The foundation is driven too deep. How dare they challenge me with their primitive skills. I'm sorry if I'm confident. And really I'm not. I'm sorry that many around me and many who follow peep. And are amazed. But at the same time, they hate it. Muhammad Ali had to go through the same thing. People hated him because he can predict the round that he can knock out his opponent. They were mad that he would get in there and talk about how great he was. But you began to know after a while that he's a very humble man. And one who respected the creator and its system. But we needed that as black people in the 1960s when he came out and came up as a boxer because he fought from the late 50s went into the 1960 Olympics and beat Sonny Liston, what, on February 25th, 1964. And he was telling you what is wrong with that. Most of the people back then, 
They were fighting for certain rights and the civil rights movement, which should have been the human rights movement. And morale was low because we had many who didn't believe in themselves and some who did. We had those who were ready to fight and some who were cowards and coons. And although the fight is different and still yet the same in many ways, the coons and the naysayers are right there and they will fight you down to discredit you, to try to get in your personal life. But see, this is the thing. This is what you got to understand. Personal life. How deep can they go? Can they go in your thoughts? Can they rule you and tell you what you're going to do in two days or project what you have in your mind to do? They can't. And if they try to get to family members, a brother, a sister, a husband, a wife, and if they're so foolish as to believe or join that naysayer movement against you, if it's your husband, ladies, and they grab onto him, you slip out the shirt of husband and let them hold the shirt while you're going on to do what you do. You see, people try to measure your projections into the future and meet you there to stop you. It's almost like when a quarterback is throwing the football, he doesn't throw the football to where the guy is now running. He has a talent to know where just about he will be with a ball that he throws. He throws the ball this way and you're running that way. So now it's easy to intercept that ball because you watched his movement. And so this is what people will do. They will judge you and assess you by your potential. And the greater your potential, the harder it is to come at you. Let's just make up some scenarios to prove the point. Just want to say it again. But I, but what is it now? Wait, 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 wait. I want to get it just right. I do not want to mess up. I'm not reading this off. You know, I'm freestyling it, but it's on my phone. Because I'm so deep in my thought right now that this one phrase triggered me off. What I do today stands with me tomorrow. Right, 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 right. Brain fart, y'all. What I do today stands with me tomorrow. You have a guy who, whether it's college or trade school, or he's working as an apprentice under someone, a company or mechanic shop or computer programming, whatever it may be, whatever area of expertise. And he doesn't have much. He doesn't have much at all. He barely has bus fare to get to and fro. He has to make his food at home and even he has to measure that out. But he's determined because he sees where he's going from what he's doing today that will stand with him tomorrow. And yet he may have friends or frenemies or fake friends that are there who are not looking to achieve anything, not aspiring for anything at all. And they see this young man going every single day, five days a week, and even putting extra time in at the library or at his computer at home to research to make himself better in his chosen area of expertise. And they begin to try to distract him, try to keep him up late so he's tired the next day and can't function, try to titillate him with bringing extra young ladies around and sicken them on him to try to get him caught up so he's not focused on what he has to do. But he knows deep down inside that what he does today will stand with him tomorrow. See, when people try to knock you off or wreck up your life or cause some strife in your life, it's only because they see the greatness that's inside of you. They see where you're going to a place that they, they can never go. They're content to sit where they are and do nothing. And with a do-nothing past of mediocrity to look back on in a mediocre present, they know they have nothing but a mediocre future unless they strive for something better. Like they say, the definition of madness is to perform the same action and expect something different to happen. If I want to write a book, I'm going to have to start getting down to it, right? And it's coming. 
if I want to move myself to be in a different position this time next year in 2024, that means 2023 must have certain components in it so that those things will stand with you tomorrow. But if you don't do nothing today and you didn't do anything yesterday, how in the hell are you going to have something brand new tomorrow? You didn't come out right away out of your stomach, out of your mother's stomach. Not out of your stomach. I don't know what's in your stomach to come out, but sometimes that don't come out right away. Spiders are spinning webs in front of me. <laughs> it took time. It took time to develop in your mother's womb. Conception didn't happen and all of a sudden you jumped out of the stomach immediately. Conception happened and oftentimes there's weeks that go by before the mother even realizes it. There's all kind of webs hitting me. Is it a spider hater? <laughs> so we have to understand that it's a process and in the process there will be days that are tougher. There will be days where it seems like things aren't going your way. Like today, my internet was jacked up. This is my first creation for the day and it's into the next day already. But it doesn't matter because time and the measurement of time is artificial as long as I can execute what it is that I have inside of me. I've had dreams and visions inside of me that I had to hold for decades, not knowing if I was going to bring them to fruition and bring them to life. While other people have dreams and visions inside of them and they just go on and say, you know, Lance, this ain't happening. Let me just go on and work this little mediocre job, man, and just go on home and watch the game and pop a Heineken and smoke a joint and this is my best life. If that's what you want to do, that's your, your prerogative. But I held on to mine. Even when I was in prior relationships and I won't mention the names because I have children. You're with somebody who sees you and they see what you're doing today will stand with you tomorrow, but they don't have any tomorrow plans with you. But they don't want you to have tomorrow results because many women and many men, I'm not just demonizing women now, but many women, and I say this because I'm a man, right? They only want you good when you're with them. But when they envision a you without them, now you have to be destroyed. You know how many times I was down in a piece of artwork, minding my business, not looking for an argument. And just because of the resentment, because I was unequally yoked, especially when you get with somebody who went through childhood trauma unresolved your parents unfortunately died early you grew up with an evil aunt who despised you because she was past your peak or past her peak and didn't see much going on in the country that they were in and you had dreams of coming to America and making something of yourself so you need to be punished for that so you were tied up with a chain around a tree next to a dog in a pan for many hours. You acted sweet when I met you. But when you saw that I had love for you, mind you, this is an old relationship. You resented me because you could not receive it because you didn't receive none when you were younger. And as hard as you tried to prove the more you work hard to prove is the more bad treatment you get. But everybody has their breaking point. You're down in a good piece of artwork that took a month to do with detail that would have you captivated for the next 30 minutes. Just looking at it. Not a stick figure, but something I got down in. Took hours to just shade in and detail one little spot. And because I knew through the training of my mother that what I do today will stand with me tomorrow. You didn't want to see that grow to be something of a fuller collection that I eventually did anyway. 
because Lance is going to do me because I know whatever I do is out of love for the world and the world will benefit. But no, you couldn't see that. So you grab the, the pad and the paper out of my hand, rip it up in front of me and throw it down. A whole month's work gone that you will never see. You come home and the drawing pads that you had to hide between the mattress and the box spring in an extra room they find it and you come home and you see all your artwork ripped up. What I'm trying to say is that I'm battle tested y'all. I've been through it. Any opponent or anybody coming against me to discourage me I know I can take a blow, but can you take mine? The blow of positivity, the blow of stick the blow of knowing you are not going to discourage me. People say, well, Lance, I know that house is looking good. You designed it. And I showed a few people. I have a video where I showed a few people. I designed that with Mrs. Skurve's approval. That is my ability and talent. And you have those who look and say, I wish I, I wish I did, did something like that. Well, you can do something like that if you look within and stop being damn nosy and looking at everybody in the whole world and running your mouth. Focus within. This is what I was taught from the moment I was born. My mother talked to me when I was in the stomach. My father talked to me when I was in the stomach. I was born to be great. If I don't have millions of dollars, it doesn't mean I'm not great. If you don't have a billion dollars, it doesn't mean you're not great. Greatness comes in many forms. And people who have a have a eye for the energy beings that are electric around them, they know, hey, you may not be acknowledged by the world, but you are great. And technically, every single human being on this planet should be great. So I'm not saying something about me that you couldn't have. It's probably you who messed it up. It's probably you who don't want to face your trauma that now you realize how jacked up you are and that you have been a problem to many people around you who loved you and love you, but you can't face it. So it's easy for a person coming out of rehab, not necessarily drugs, but a spiritual rehab to get sucked in with the crowd that are low vibrational and negative energy, who wanna see you keep going on a downward trajectory because they don't have the potential to live such a happy life or make as much money if you fall in line with your team and do right. Money wouldn't be an issue. But there are people who play on your pain really and ultimately to get at that one. Me? I'll take the shirt. You can hold the shirt. I'm out because you know what? Donald Trump, as much as he's controversial and people, his name alone brings a lot of controversial reactions. One thing I'll say about him that I know, you can strip him of all of his money drop him in a foreign land penniless where they don't even speak the language or his or he doesn't speak the language and guess what you give him a little time he's going to be a millionaire you give him a little more time he will be a billionaire again he is going to scratch claw fight finagle and use every trick in the book to get to that point why can't you think that way I think that way I spoke and wrote and drew and I was doing this from preteen. It's just that I had so many things and battles come at me in life. But I held on to that dream like a football player running to make a goal, make a touchdown. And so many people I had to jump around, jump over, stop and back up and come to the side. And now I'm here. Just like a plant that's about to pierce the earth and that seed you planted that you almost forgot about but you still watered the overall soil. You're like, wait a second. And it's that first point where it peeks through that's the most amazing. And sometimes the seeds are planted way down because we have a person who planted the seed who didn't know how deep to put it. 
And it may not even be in that season of harvest. It may be in the next year's season of harvest that this thing pops up that you forgot about. That's me. I'm 60 years old, February, March, April, three more months. Three months and three days, three months and two days on the 8th of April. And um, I'm a good seed and I had good people to plant that seed and plant me into the pr proper earth and the proper way of thinking. Of course, I did some wayward things and loved the ladies a little too much. That has been my, I wouldn't even say weakness. I'm passionate. It's just the way I am. I'm still passionate. Sometimes it's hard for me to curtail my passion, even in the things that I do here online. No matter what I do, I'm very passionate. And I'm a heterosexual straight male. <laughs> right? But even then, I was creative in what I did. And I had lots of good times. And my life is not over yet. But I learned from that. I learned from the good, and I learned for the not too pleasant, or from the not too pleasant. When I started out online in 2001, in February, I said to myself, I'm going to be myself, and I'm going to do this every day. There was no YouTube in existence. There was no Facebook in existence. There was no MySpace in existence. And I started out from within. See? And what I did that day stands with me in the present, which was my tomorrow. And I'm proud on this journey. And there's so mo much momentum with it. These little current, little fleas, can't stop it. Can't do it. Try, waste your time. If it gives you life, if it gives you a sense of purpose, then maybe you're supposed to come after me. Fine, no problem. And you'll get this in life. You have to understand where it's coming from because so many people in life have no purpose. And they put you up as being a challenge even though they can't whip the challenge. Everybody likes to get, if they're a boxer, they like to get a shot at the title. It doesn't mean everybody who gets a shot at the title is gonna win because I'm unique, uniquely made. Just as you are. That's why I'm not coming after you. You have nothing to give me because the Creator put so much rich seeds of greatness inside of me. Again, as He has done you. I'm not saying anything about me that you can't say about yourself. You just have to realize it. But the bad thing is that we have this artificial thing called time. And people think they have all the time in the world. They don't understand. That's why I have a sense of urgency. My dear friend, my brother, he may not be a blood brother, but blood only goes but so far. If you're not a spirit brother or a spirit sister, you mean nothing to me. I don't care if we come from the same country or we speak the same slang, so-called language, or have the same culture. It doesn't mean anything unless we have a spiritual propensity toward each other and an overlapping and intertwining of our spirits. Brother Sean passed on in June of 2020, and I found out before I was going out into the yard to make a video, I got the phone call. And I was choked up. I was determined to speak about what I was going to speak about. But it overwhelmed me, and I explained why I was a little stuttering here and there, and a few tears came down, but I got right back on track. Right before I got the news that our brother Holla had transitioned, I was actually getting ready to reach out to him within the next day or two because he reached out to me and wanted to, some help on setting up his podcast and boy what a podcast that would have been. Maybe it wasn't for the world to see that. Maybe he did his job on this level but he shined bright and this is why on the Landscurve app if you don't know who he is you go to Landscurve uh, on Google Play on uh, uh, the App Store or Amazon and download my app and there'll be a tab there that says Brother Holla. You tap that and watch some greatness go on. He just turned 50. So me as I'm granted more time, more and more, I'm more serious than ever before. Yeah, I'm a clown, I'm a joke, I like to laugh. I'm gonna always make you laugh. 
but under that there's a very serious very intense individual who understands that he is carrying the banner or the baton rather and the banner I'm flying the banner right but I'm carrying the baton of what my parents put in me and I have to validate them they didn't ask me to but I have a duty to my parents to validate their existence on this earth that you won't see right now physically but I'm the physical manifestation of their coming together and oh what an orgasm I must have been I could talk like that I'm crazy I have a theory that the great ones in this planet and in this world who have that exemplary personality and larger than life persona I'm not saying I'm that but they had to be <laughs> something to experience between those two entities that came together and brought me into this world or brought you into this world some people the feeling their parents had was some forgettable dribbling out and that's the kind of life those people came into the world and just nondescript thank the creator for the nondescript people because that's how you measure what you don't want to be and what you don't want to want to do i don't want to be that I don't care if the world acknowledges me. I'm not looking for fame. I have to have the personal satisfaction of getting out of me what it is in me. Because only you know when you have to go to the bathroom. Nobody says, excuse me, um, don't you feel like you have to go to the bathroom right now? Nobody has told you that. Unless it's your parent and you didn't have diapers on and you had pants and a little underwear and you don't want to mess up them pants. They're checking. So you've been eating this about time. But it's for you to know that just the same way it's for you to know that you should have this sense of urgency to achieve in this world I don't care if the world don't acknowledge it I don't care if I write a book and nobody reads it I don't care if I sing a song or create music that nobody listens to I have to get it out because it may not be for that present time it may be for a hundred years from now two or three hundred years from now and this is the problem with many of us. If we feel we can't be millionaires in our generation, then we're failures. Well, why not set up to have your children understand what it's like to appreciate money and develop money? Not that it's your God, that you can be millionaires in the next generation. And before you close your eyes, you see this happen because of the work that you did. It just took a little longer. Plus, I'm not hung up on that anyway. What I do today will stand with me tomorrow. What are you doing today that's going to last? I remember naysayers from back in the 70s when I started lifting weights and playing around in a boxing gym and playing around in the backyard with friends. And I chose bodybuilding. I got a busted nose one time and I was like, listen, I know I'm strong and I can hit, but I don't like that feeling. Let me choose this. And I did very well. I won a national title. But I had people who were trying to discourage me from back then, who were talking about me back then. Where are they now? Throughout the 80s, throughout the 90s, throughout 2000 and beyond, 2010 and beyond, even in the current day, I'm still here. Draw strength from these words, people. I'm not here to talk about myself. I'm just here to be a living example of that stick and not giving it up. As a black man in this world, often maligned by the press, often maligned by ignorance, and often maligned by my own people who look like me. Ain't nothing in this world from humankind or actual humans that are coming against me that can stop me from my mission. And you have to draw strength from that. And what keeps me undergirded is the fact that I do something every day for my legacy. If you want the legacy of gossip and being a man bitch or a woman who I usually don't call women that. I'll call a man that first because we have a lot of men out here who run their mouths too much and have no track record of nothing that they've accomplished in this world. Right? But if you find yourself being that and you want to change? Let me give you a bit of advice. Focus on yourself. It's not too late. But time is running out. And just like my friends and some of my brothers and some people that you don't know that I know are not here anymore, they left a mark. And many of them left a mark on my heart. 
and they loved me and inspired me. And they did so much for me that they're still propelling me on. So while I carried a baton of my mother and my father, I carried a baton of many people who have fed into me that you'll never know. You'll never hear their voice. You'll never see their face. But I represent them. I have a brother 11 years older than me. They could say it's, he's a half-brother because we have different fathers, but he's my brother and I love him. The last time I saw him was in 1998 in Manhattan on 26th Street and 5th Avenue by chance. Haven't heard from him, haven't seen him at all. I have my children and I love them, but they're going to grow up and they're going to live their own lives. But my generation and my big family that's distant right now, I don't have much connection. So I see myself as a loner in this world and it leaves you with a sense of urgency that others don't have. So I have to produce. There's only one me. I have to do the right thing. What's around me? Because there's only one me. I can't sit down and quit because there's one me. So when you come against me on any level, I must win. Or I'm going to leave a mark on you in your heart or across your face or your guts or whatever. Depending on how you came at me. I'm a tough cookie and I know it. Because what I do today stands with me tomorrow. So I have more work to do. And it's going to be into the night. Because of the mishap of my internet earlier today. And that's how it goes. Sometimes every fight is not going to end in the first round sometimes it's going to go into the later rounds and sometimes there's no knockout it's going to be a decision so if i have to stay up again till three or four or five o'clock i'm going to get out of me what this unit of time of being awake requires we can take a day off here and there but even when i take a day off which is random rare i'm still thinking my mind is still busy I'm still doing what it is that I have to do. So understand that confidence is not a crime. Building a legacy is not a crime. That you have to have vision beyond the present day because those who are around you pretty much you won't even know them five years from now. You probably won't even know them three years from now. Maybe even another year or two. So don't put too much weight on it. You do what you need to do from the way you see your life going. Because you are the captain of your ship. You are the president of your life. Not somebody who never achieves something in their life and they want to whisper some guidance in your ear. You'd be a fool to do that. You'd be a fool to let the neighborhood drunk fly in a plane and the pilot says, or both pilots say, you know, let's both take a break. Yeah, all right, I can fly the plane for you. And he let him get in the cockpit, cockpit. You'd know you only have but so much time to live. And this is how I survived. I let nobody get to my mind. If anything, I used to sharpen and get my mind and my resolve even stronger while I play like a clown. That's my defense. I tell jokes and laugh. Nah, he's nothing. But I'm that contender that's soon going to be a champion that you never knew and came out of nowhere. I'm still here. Because what I did yesterday stands with me today. And what I do today, I trust and I know, not even believe, I know it. Because I'm a proven product will stand with me tomorrow. Whatever tomorrow is, whatever time I have granted on this earth. The naysayers coming against you can never do anything to you when you cut like a sharp, hot knife through butter. You don't want to get in front of the intensity when you had momentum in life and you learned so many lessons. Like I say, I mask it with humor, but I'm a deadly character in a righteous way. Anyway, salute to my brothers. Much love to my sisters. I love you dearly. You're often misunderstood. Guys tell you they love you and they just want to get you in the bed, but I truly love you. I feel you. I do have feminine energy also, and I ain't no homo. But I'm a man. 
So like I said, I hope you got something from this. And there's so much more I'm going to be saying. I'm going to also say in the next few days, check SoundCloud. There'll be some different content up there. I said I was going to be quiet about it. But between Patreon and SoundCloud, there'll be some different things on an adult level there to explain different areas of my life. It should be quite interesting. And please don't hold it against me. But I'm going to bear my soul in so many hidden chambers of my life that other people never knew about be very entertaining right now i just choose to let it all hang out and i'll let you be the judge or assess that's what it's all about being transparent being comfortable with yourself being confident within what you do and have the peace of mind and when you have all those combinations like that every day is a joy because you can move in a way where you can vibrate with the world and you don't have anything clogging up your emotional, mental, and physical systems and filters. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Anyway, leave your comments. Let me know what you think. If there's anything dealing with human nature that you want me to talk about, not that I'm the guru or know everything I have you all seeing, I know I'm not. I'm nobody's leader, but I'm an influencer to a point. If you let me, let me know. I'm very receptive to communicating with everybody. And that being said, I have a few people I have to answer back on my email from a couple days before. But it's a new year. They say we all have our arguments on when that time is. But the bottom line, this is the first day of your next new year, regardless of what that day is. Use it well. Keep focus and do things. Everything, every day, everything, everything too, as much as you can. But every day, so that what you do today will stand with you tomorrow. And if I don't know anything else about myself, I know that to be true personally. Landscurve.com, y'all. The proof is in the pudding. That's not work you can do overnight. And I'm very proud of it. And I thank my creator. Much love to you all. On to the next one. Landscurve out. Mm -hmm.